0: Every single day I feel art list I own. Every single day I feel the pressure. Double out the work that's make it extra. Working so my mother get a rest ya. Working like I never
1: know I'm best, yeah. Every single day I feel the pressure. Well, 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 welcome back. To the What Are You Made Up studios here. Actually, that one studio is at the What Are You Made Up show. I got it confused today. It's Monday. I got to share with you guys something as I dye this music down. Uh, I'm on a three-day water fast. I'm over halfway through it. I'm drinking black coffee in the morning and water with some electrolytes. And that's it. For three days, I decided to do this. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm going through all kinds of weird sensations right now. My, my um, perception is heightened I took a walk this morning and I heard birds I hadn't heard before. I felt like I could hear insects in the ground. Uh, my my sight, everything looked like more vibrant. It's wild how your body will react to not having food for a while. And I think it's also because it's like goes back to the, you know, the old hunt and gathering days. And it's like, hey, you know, you're getting hungry now. You need nutrients. You better start looking for animals and everything gets heightened or strengthened. And it's pretty cool. Pretty cool experience. I've never done this before. I've talked to a lot of people that have done it. And uh, I got, like I said, a day and a half left, and I'm excited about what's to come, because come this far, I'm not stopping. So anyway, uh, welcome to the show, guys. I have a great guest for you today. Jolie Goodson's in the building, the branding badass. For more than 20 years, Jolie has been helping businesses build brand awareness with badass merch. On January 1st, 2021, she launched Branding Matters, a podcast she created to help small business owners build brands, build, I'm sorry, build brands people care about. In a world consumed by fierce competition and endless noise, this is the podcast that cuts through the clutter, revealing the secrets to success in the game of business. It is a top 1.5% podcast globally. She is rocking it out. She has obviously knows what she's doing. She's had a lot of success with the podcast game, and that's what I love to hang, or people that I love to hang out with. She's also a professional speaker who delivers valuable content that inspires and educates her audience on how to build badass brands of their own. Jolie, not Joelle, like a lot of people say, it's Jolie. Welcome to the show.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Mike. It's so good to be here. Great to meet you.
1: Yeah, you as well. And you know, it's another great connection from my man, Todd Armstrong. Shout out to Todd. Uh, we've been finding some great guests for our show by just reaching out to other podcast hosts. Go figure. Yeah. And you know, I used to do a lot of podcast swapping, they call it it. And uh, my wife heard that one time. She's like, um, you know, you're married, right? And I'm like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> so we have yeah. we have a great relationship. We We joke a That's lot. Funny. But Jolie, welcome to the show. We start the show the same way every time, and that's with the question, what are you made of?
0: Well, I love that question, and I have to tell you, Mike, I've listened to quite a few of your episodes. So first of all, I just want to say congratulations to you on a very successful show. It's amazing. And I love hearing all the guests. And so, you know, I consider myself to be different than a lot of people. I mean, branding is all about differentiating yourself. So I'm not just made of one thing. And so I was really thinking about this question, you know, and I thought, okay, well, Comes to mind as I made a, I wrote some things down fun, passion, strength, tenacity, creativity, confidence, enthusiasm, and authenticity. But with that said, you know, I'm also made of sensitivity, vulnerability, insecurities, empathy, fear, regrets, and a lot of failures. So that's what I'm made of, to name a few.
1: Love it. Well, you have some positives and some negatives. And I think the negatives can be positives.
0: I'm human, just like all of us, right? Yeah.
1: No, I like that. That's the, that's, that is different than I've ever gotten before out of the five or six hundred <laughs> shows we've done. So I love it. No, let's start with regret because you said regret yeah. is one of them. And that's one that stuck out. And I heard that word uh, earlier today in my show that I do on Clubhouse from someone. Um, what sticks out to you the most that, that, that you, that challenges you with um, things you regret? Like, is there anything that, really sticks out to you?
0: I have a lot of regrets. I mean, I can go back to personal regrets. You know, growing up, I was your typical teenager who always wanted to hang out with my friends. And I went away to university and spent a lot of time away and hanging out with my friends. And then my dad died. And I had regrets that I didn't spend enough time with him on a personal level, you know. And then on a business level, I have tons of regrets. I mean, being in sales, I... One of my biggest regrets is putting all my eggs in one basket and then losing that big client and starting over. So, I mean, those are two that come to mind, but two big ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now you can also use those instead of regret, right. And turn them into learning lessons or fuel. Right. And so I guess regrets, not always a bad thing. It's, it's, uh, you know, I think it's uh for me, it's like a trigger. It's like a, a, a wake up call. Hey, 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 guess what? You can learn from this. There's something here. You know, you take stuff from that, like with your dad, for example, and the the big client putting all your eggs in one basket. Have you taken those lessons forward?
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny you said that. So there's a great book out there. I don't know if you've read it. It's called The Power of Regret by um, Daniel Power. Have you heard of it? (laughs) Amazing book. And I read it because, like I said, I struggle with regret. And he talks about the second most powerful emotion after love all across the world, across all demographics is regret. And he said, it absolutely is. And if you're human, you have regrets. And, you know, you hear people say no regrets. Well, that's not true. We all have regrets. And that's exactly what they're for, is to teach us to be better and to learn. So 100%. I mean, you can't change the past. You can definitely learn from it, hopefully, and then move forward in a different way based on what happened. So I own the regrets. I mean, I can't, I'm never going to say I have no regrets. And those are two big ones, but I've learned to cherish the time now I'm a parent with my kids and really focus in on that and really be present with them. You know, and not always I've made mistakes, right? If you have kids, you know, but I try because I think about that. And then with business, a hundred percent, I mean, I had to start over my whole career and I learned that first thing is diversify. And so absolutely I've learned from that.
1: You know what's funny is we say start over. I've said this many times. Oh, start from scratch. Start over. But we really didn't, you know, because I always say this thing, and, Jolie, I'd love to hear your thought on this. Um, I always think to myself, I came into this world butt naked, not knowing anybody, not knowing how to talk, uh, you know, not knowing a lot of things, and I figured it out. So worst-case scenario in business, I always think this to myself. If I had to go back and I was butt naked again, but now <laughs> – I would just imagine a little baby, you know, coming out, but, but I was just, didn't have any clothes, nothing. And I, but I knew the stuff that I know now, the lessons that I learned, experiences that I've had, um, you know, also the, you know, all that wisdom, but also the, the courage and it feels like it couldn't be that bad. I could do it again.
0: Yeah. So
1: are we really starting over?
0: Yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying. And because you have the knowledge you didn't have the first time around, right? So that you bring with you to help you. But I guess it depends on what you're starting over. If it's your career, you know, I had a double whammy. Like just to give you a brief, in 2015, my marriage ended and my career plummeted. at the Exact same time, so I had to start over both personally and professionally at the same time. And it, so starting over in the sense that, you know, from ground zero, right? Like my career and my personal life. All of a sudden, here I am, single mom, two kids, starting all over again. While same time trying to build a career. Yeah. Um yes I had the experience and the knowledge but it was really it was a tough
1: go. Yeah I can imagine. I listen I yeah. have a special place in my heart for single moms you know I had my mom was single for a while. I don't remember my dad ever being with my mom ever. So wow. but I know I I can appreciate that and and shout out to you for for the strength that it takes. Now the other thing that with that was it linked the 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 business and the relationship going down were they linked no, together? No, no, no. It, was, okay. it was it was
0: it was Life. It was 2015. And I live in Calgary, as I mentioned, and we're an oil town. And that's when oil prices took a huge um, decline. And at the same time, I got to a point where I was at an age where I wanted to make some decisions. So it was my choice to leave. I I left before the job thing happened. So if I would have known, maybe I would have done differently. But it was 2015 was a very pivotal year. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, cool. So then, so you were in sales. You mentioned the word sales. What were you selling before?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm still doing it. I'm in the merch business. I help brands build cre- brand awareness with badass merch, you know, like your hat you're wearing, T-shirts, all that kind of stuff. Um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But I say, you know, I just want to say, I don't sell, can I, I don't know if I can swear on here. I don't sell crap. Like, can,
1: can you swear? I don't know. <laughs> no, it,
0: I'm you? saying I don't I, know what no, kind of podcast you you But mic. I never
1: say that, mic.
0: you know, I just, I sell merch. I say that I help brands build build their businesses, build their brands with brand merch is a great way to help build brand awareness because, and you're, you, you agree with that, right? I've seen all, all the stuff that you wear. It's great to go out there and promote your business. And merch is such a great way to do that. So yeah, I definitely still do that.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that once I got into this, I'm like Hugo boss or c Rocks brand. Exactly. You, am I, why, why would I wear that? You know, even though I love some of that, I started thinking to myself for the majority of the time, I'm going to wear my stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and unless it's a sports team or something I'm supporting or <laughs> cheering on, or you know, I just actually I'm waiting on a package right now of hoodies, t-shirts, and hats, all different kind of styles. And uh, so I, I believe in what you do, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's not a money making thing directly a lot of times, right? Can you speak yeah. to that? It's, it's isn't it more of like, hey, this is an investment, and as long as people are doing it, if you break even, they're wearing your your brand.
0: Are you talking about the businesses that the invest in merch?
1: The merch. Oh well,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, it, not like, for you,
1: not for you, but oh, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about.
0: The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, For business a hundred percent. And I say that all the time. It's not like someone's going to see your t-shirt or your hat and say, Hey, you know, I want to do business with you. But when you're caught, you know, have this thing. I always talk to people when I do my presentations is how are people going to know to do business with you if they don't know you exist? So you have to create brand awareness and there's no better way than walking around. And, you know, I go one step further when I work with my clients is, I don't necessarily tell them to put a logo on a shirt. You know, for example, I have Badass on my shirt. This is for my podcast. I have Branding Matters on the back. But connecting with people when they see Badass, I get all the time, where'd you get your t-shirt? I want one. And then, you know, so you create engagement and that's how you build awareness and connections with people. And so I'm I'm not just about sticking a logo on something, but let's find a cool message or something provocative that's going to, you know, connect with the people you're trying to serve. And then you're going to build that brand and that awareness.
1: Yeah, it's about getting attention, right? Yeah, exactly. So that, that one is our company, and, I, and it has the logo. It says that. And then in between the T and the, T, the H, it has a one in the negative area, right? Yeah, I see. Most it. people don't see the one right away. So when I go to the airport, it just says that, or the hat says that. And I, I get it all the time. Like, what is that? I'm like, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? What is what? <laughs> I just mess with them. They're like, no, I mean- that. Where can I get that hat? And I'm like, you mean that one hat? And yeah. So yeah, yeah, I love it, man. I love yeah. branding. How yeah. did you get into this? Like, where did it all start for you?
0: In the merch industry? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I used to be a copywriter, so my background was in advertising, and I was writing kind of boring stuff and I thought I can't see myself doing this for the rest of my life and so you know like anything I just talked to people and somebody introduced me to it and it's kind of an industry where you know nothing about it and you don't know exist until you learn about it and now you see logos everywhere and you see people wearing the hats right and everything and so I just someone recommended it and I looked around and applied to the best I always think if you want to be the best you got to work with the best so I applied to best company and they hired me with no experience. But you know, I think sales is about selling yourself and connecting with people on a personal level. And so they told me he hired me because I sold myself, which is, interesting. gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Now do you have your own business or do you still work for that company?
0: no, uh, well, I don't work for that company, but I've been with the same company for 22 years, long time. And they're amazing. They're out of Toronto and, you know, um, I'm in Calgary, we're all over Canada and I get to do that. And it gives me an opportunity to do all my other things that I'm doing now. Right. You know, because right. of my the, money,
1: the money for you, then the company is in working with corporate, uh, corporate businesses, right. That have like yeah. bigger, bigger orders. Right. Cause you don't, a yeah. yeah, small business is hard to make money for you guys, isn't it?
0: Exactly. So, well, yeah, (laughs) I mean, my target, it's interesting that you say that because my target for my podcast, the people that I'm trying to serve are small business owners, but the people I bring on to my podcast are CEOs, CMOs, leaders in their industries. Right. And so I'm building relationships with two different sets of people, my guests and my audience. So it's been a very interesting journey.
1: Gotcha. So how long have you, when did you start the uh, podcast? 2021. 2021. So, so during that show, what do you guys talk about? Like what kind of, kind of topics? I know branding, but I mean, what kind of.
0: Well, yeah. And And I love that you said that Mike, actually, because if I just brought on, you know, creative directors from ad agencies and all we did was talk about branding all day, it would be so boring and people would lose interest fast. So I'm, again, I try to be always be different and I thought, okay, well, the reason I started it was then in 2021 it was because all these people were laid off from their jobs and all these there were people who were starting new careers, forced entrepreneurs, and they knew nothing about branding. They knew about their business, but I thought, okay, well, I know what I know. I know what I don't know. So I'm going to bring on leaders from all over the world, but I wanted to be from all different industries. So everybody had a really unique positioning on it. And then they would talk about how they position themselves about their branding, but also branding matters, that it's so important when you have a business that you need to figure out what your brand is and how to go about that. So I try to keep it really different. And I've talked about everything from, you know, it's funny, I had a, um, mil- not the million dollar matchmaker, but I had a woman who's equivalent of the million dollar matchmaker and we talked about personal branding and, you know, a lot of great things. And so all under the umbrella of branding matters, but really trying to keep it diverse with each guest. And ultimately they all bring and offer tips to help the small business owner build their brand.
1: And so what's the difference? I know personal and business brand, right? I know personal is about a person, but besides that part, what's the difference between personal brand and business brand?
0: Well, you know what? She said a great thing that I love. And she said, If people don't, people don't know what they're missing when they don't know you. So on a personal brand, as a millionaire, I keep saying millionaire matchmaker, but as a top matchmaker, her thing was when you're out there and you're dating and you're on online dating, you know, people say, oh, you're so superficial. You just care about looks. But the point is you have to put your best face forward because people are swiping left and right so fast. And so they don't know what they're missing. You might be the best person in the world, but it's really how you, right. It's how you present yourself. I think on a on a corporate brand, it's more it's deeper than that. It's more getting to people to know what your values are, what you stand for, letting them behind the curtain. Because now more than ever, corporate branding is more than just it's never just about a logo or a website or design. It's really letting them know what your values are, what you stand for, and then letting them decide if you have the same values that they want to do business with you. So that's my interpretation. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%. And well, you know, I, I would argue though, and I, I, I'm not an arguer, but I just, I'll push Let's back. No, I like a good I'll,
0: argument. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because when I'm talking about my personal brand, I'm yeah. talking about my values a lot Yeah. because I feel personally, um, I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but I, you know, I, I have my values and I share my values with people and I believe that's going to push some people away and then bring the people that, that, that I feel like align with me around me. And yeah. by sharing that and being clear on that. So I, I think personal brand is, is important to share your values and know your values and know your mission so that you can share and attract. I'm a big guy that, like, uh, a big guy on um, creating an attraction model. I want to attract. I've been chasing my whole life. I've been chasing women. I've been chasing business. I've been chasing that. Now, and then my then I had kids, I was chasing my kids. I want to eventually, I want to create a, a model that it pulls people in. I can still chase like when I need to sales and ho- but pulling people in, it makes life a lot easier. So that's my thoughts.
0: I agree with you totally. But are we talking about, we're talking about your business though, right? Like, business, I
1: mean, well, personal like brand. it's not necessarily mutually yeah, exclusive,
0: both. right? Yeah, you can, yeah. I don't think, and I think when I was saying about being transparent, I think that's what businesses are doing is being transparent on a personal level. I think if you're talking about how you're trying to grow your business, then yes, you're you're trying to be transparent. I mean, not trying to be, because I'm transparent. <laughs> I'm the way I am with you right now. I'm the way I am with my friends. I'm the way I'm with people I work with. I think it's being yourself. And I don't think being a corporate brand and being a personal brand are mutually exclusive. I think there's a lot of meshing yeah. that comes together.
1: Yeah, so yeah. And you know, maybe and I, think I didn't I... articulate it. No, 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 I got you. No, I'm with you, and and I think though, yeah, and a lot of people get confused with brand and logo. Yeah, like this this logo exactly. up here. That's not the brand. That's exactly. just the logo, right? Yeah. But then that that logo ties into the brand, right?
0: Well, the logo—that's your brand identity, right? And again, when I talk about branding matters, these are all different things. Like brand identity itself, like what goes into designing a logo. I don't think people really understand what it takes, right? It's not just about coming up with something; it has to represent who you are. So, before you even start creating your brand identity, you first need to figure out, you know, what your why is. Like, what does your brand stand for? Who are you? And then from there, you develop your figure out what colors are going to best personify you, and then your logo and your font and your website and, you know, branches out from there. But again, it starts with the core of what makes you different than everybody else. You know, I had a guest on who has just started a coffee shop. I mean, there's a million coffee shops out there, Last thing you're going to do. But, you know, what he does is he only hires people with disabilities, and um, and that's his unique thing that makes him different, and then talks about the experience, and then you go from there. So what makes you different than every... Branding is about differentiating yourself. I know you had David Breyer on your podcast. It's so funny. I had him on, too, a while ago. And, you know, he talks about the art of differentiation, right? Like, it's figuring out how you stand apart from everybody else. That is going to help. Yeah. yeah. And
1: survival instincts tell us that we don't want to be different and stand out. We want to like be in a pack. So it's very counterintuitive for people. Right. Yeah. And so be, be in yourself and lean into it. Now, Jolie, the thing about like putting your stake in the ground, a lot of people are afraid to like make a stand and put their stake in the ground. And what I see is a lot of the successful people out there and businesses that are out there have put a stake in the ground of where they stand on things. Like not just the core values, but like a, a, a trending topic and a political topic, even sometimes they're pushing their stake in the ground now. And those, the ones that do that really, they, they may have some people cut off because some people are like, I'm not doing business with them for that. But it really rallies the people that are down with that stake, whatever yeah. that stake is. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. You know, you talk about niching down and niching down, and you can, you know, it's better to be one thing to a few people than all things to all people because you're gonna, that's gonna, you're gonna find your tribe, right? And you said they're gonna rally each other. But I want to challenge you on what you just said now because. Sure. What I find is happening a lot in the world today, and I want to get your opinion on about this, is, you know, a lot of virtue signaling going on. So whatever the topic of the day is or the cause of the day is, a lot of brands you see getting on board, but they never were before. But it's only because it's trendy and, and I, I don't think it's sincere and I think it's their way of trying to make a buck. So I have a love hair relationship with that is like, what do you stand for? You know, I'll give you an example. I mean, so my son is part of the LGBTQ plus community. He came out at 12. I'm very open about it. I share all the time with everybody. And, you know, it's funny. People always say to me, like, wow, you know, you're such a good mom. That's so amazing. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm a mom and I love my son. <laughs> but that's been my whole thing from before I had my podcast before anything. And now I have, you know, there's community that is you know, stands with me, but I've always been the core of what I believe in who I stand for. And so mm-hmm. I, I have a problem with people that keep switching causes for, because it's the cause of the day. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. Like you're mean,
0: on my show now. <laughs>
1: well, well, no, and I don't care. I, listen, I'm a guest all the time too. We could turn that, yeah. we could flip this around. Uh, at the end of the day, like for me, I, I really believe in authenticity, not just transparency, authenticity. And yeah. I think people see through it. I really believe people are smarter. Than, not Not a lot of people are smart, but but they're smart enough to see through that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, we saw Bud Light try to switch up and then they cost them billions for doing that. And, you know, and I say switch up is because they never talked about any of that stuff that they've talked about before. Yeah. And all of a sudden they just said, let's try it. And it seemed so fake. You could tell they didn't really care. And, uh, you know, we've seen other, yeah, I'm I'm hundred percent with you now. At the end of the day,
0: what does authenticity mean to you? I'm curious.
1: For me, like, I I've I wrote this book when I wrote Rocket Fuel. I put my story in there because I believe if I share my story and all the brokenness that I came from, and being around alcohol and drugs, and then not drinking until I got to college, and then deciding to do that, and then I got into it and I was in a dark place, and just sharing all that. Number one, nobody can really sh- use anything against me by sharing some kind of secret. I, I like to me. So, this thing about personal branding and business, too. I, I just Hey man, I'm, I've messed up before. Here's the deal. Here's the story. I'd rather me share the story than somebody else. Number one. Number two, um, the other thing with it is, well, and, and doing that, I never have to be concerned about somebody's going to find something out. Yeah. Right. So that's number one. Number two, it helps people. So if I share things that I've been through and good and bad, authentically, I can connect and relate to people. People can relate to me. I can connect with them better. Yeah. So I think businesses can do that as well. Um, yeah. you know, so that's, that's what to me, authentic means is just telling the truth. Now you don't have to share everything that doesn't matter. You know, like right. some, some things just aren't meant to be shared, but at the end of the day, the more you can share the better and, and uh, not have a concern with what people think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you that's, know? I think that's what good branding is, right. It's about connecting with the people you're trying to serve with your audience.
1: Yeah. 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 Now going forward, what is, uh, <laughs> what is something that you noticed? whether it's on the show with your guests or just being in the business, what do people miss most of the time when they're developing a brand?
0: Um, well, they miss the fact that they don't really understand what a brand is. And like you said, they, you'll, you'll hear someone say, I rebranded and all they really did was change their logo. You know, I had another great guest on, Andrew Brimmer, who is the CMO of Ally Banks, and she they rebranded that whole Ally Banks, and she said, you know, when you rebrand, you, you're retelling your story. So when the story changes, that's when you rebrand, because now you're telling a new story. And so people think your brand is your logo, your brand is, you know, merch. I hear all the time you know, brand and merch. And I always try to say like, this is, this is marketing, right? This is a way to create brand awareness. Your brand is not your logo. You know, your brand is a famous quote. I'm sure you've heard Jeff Bezos. Your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room, right? You have no control over your brand, but you have control of your branding. And I always talk about this too. Your branding is a way for people to learn about what your brand stands for. And you do that with your customer service and you do that with, you know, your, how you do your um, well, for me, it's my podcast or internally as well, how you treat your employees, that all develops your brand, how you go out there in the marketplace, how you treat people, your values, everything that you said. So yeah, yeah there's a lot of people. That's why I do my podcast That's why I'm doing my podcast to really educate people on what it means to have a brand and that branding matters.
1: So when you tar- we're just talking, the word experience came up in my mind. Okay. Like, how does brand and experience, uh, go together?
0: Well, when you have when you go to a restaurant, whatever your favorite restaurant is, and you walk in there and they go, "Mike, good to see you. We have your table. Come sit down." And you sit down. They come to the table, and you know you feel like somebody, you feel important, and the service is great. And you leave, and then they're like, "Great to see you." And you go away. You're going to recommend that restaurant to your friends, and you're going to go back. You know, and referrals are one of the best way. And you're big. You're going to become a big loyal fan. You're going to become a brand advocate that's whole. That's the whole experience of the restaurant, not just you went there and you ate. Versus if you walked in there and they don't know who the hell you are and you're waiting around and they put you on a table in the back and you hit where you're sitting, you're going to go around and you're going to tell your pen, people you know not to go to that restaurant. You're probably going to tweet it, you know? So the experience is what your experience is with that brand. You can take any brand out there and, the you know, branding is in the heart, right? It's, it's how you feel about a it's not about the product, it's about the company and how they make you feel about yourself. It's all about yourself. And experience yep. is a big part of that.
1: So should p- companies and personal brands, people, uh start out with what experience they want their people to have? Yeah, and then should... backwards.
0: Well, it, well I think um sorry, can you elaborate on that question a bit more? Yeah, well, so like that do, right.
1: should they should they start out thinking okay, what do we want our customers experience to be? What the, like the experience, emotional experience and what what do they want that to be? And then figure out what that is and get clear on that and then work backwards to develop their brand. Um, Does that make sense?
0: Well, yeah, I know what you're trying to ask me. I, I think... No, not necessarily. I mean, I think the experience is part of it. I think you need to figure out what the experience you want to offer your customers, Mm -hmm. right? Like I think instead of just seeing how things go, I think it's you have to be very strategic and you have to be very intentional with everything that you're doing. So if you decide, okay, Every person that comes, your restaurant again, every person that comes in this restaurant, within 30 seconds of them sitting down, we are going to go over to them and we are going to do this and we are going to do this and we're going to do that. So you're going to have set things that you're going to do to help create the experience that you want them to have. I think that all has to be done ahead of time as part of this is who we want to be known as. and this is So this is who we want to be known as and this is how we're going to do the things that we're doing to get known that way.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people think about when you develop a brand, you create a process around it. Yeah. Right? To deliver the brand.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because, like you're saying, when the people walk in the restaurant, how soon do you get greeted? How soon do you sit them down? What's the process like through that? That that all ties into the brand. Yeah. I just really didn't think about that before.
0: And you could take that with anything. You could take that yeah. any famous brand or any brand out there and think about the experience that you've had with that brand, all the touch points, everything from how, yeah. how their website is. You want a website and it sucks. You're like gone onto their competitors, right? right. You got to right. make sure it's a good experience all across every touch point.
1: That makes sense, man. Yeah. I'm learning something here today.
0: Not just another pretty face, you know? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. No, you're teaching me something. That's for sure. Cause I just, I just thought about that. And conversation spurs so many new things to think about. Um, you know, also, uh, I got two more questions as we wind down here. Number one, um,
0: Already? <laughs> I know it
1: went fast. I can't believe I'm looking at it. It's like 28 minutes in. Um, one well, thing with, with the podcast, what have you, I guess, what have you found that the podcast has done for you from when you started it till now and what's your perspective of podcasting and how's it changed?
0: Well, that's a great question. Um, When I first started it, I was, we were all in lockdown. I was in my home. I was, you know, talking to nobody except my teenage boys. So it was, you know, I just started. It was fun. I had no expectations. I just did it for fun and to help people because I like to help people. And it's opened up so many doors for me. I have. Great guests that are now reaching out to me to be guests on my show. I've had people reach out to me. They want me to, I've been speaking at a few conferences. I have a few more coming up, you know, um, and you know what the most fulfilling is of all when I think about success is I get messages all the time from people. Oh my God, I listened to your podcast with so-and-so. It's helped me with my business. I took over my parents' company. It was failing. I've listened to your episodes now. It's helping me. I had somebody recently, she's uh, left her career, started a consultancy, listened to my podcast with um, Alan Weiss. He wrote Million Dollar Consultant. She's like, I listened to that episode. Then I went into my client and I negotiated a number. I never would have if I didn't listen to that and I got it and thank you. So I'm getting all these thank yous. And that was my goal is to help these small business owners build equity for their businesses and build their brands so yeah it's opened up so many doors i mean i don't think i'd be on your show today if it wasn't for my podcast that's it that's right that's right (laughs) it's opened up a ton of doors and i'm meeting so many like you i love great conversations i'm meeting amazing people
1: yeah you know in our agency i've been educating people on the power of podcasting having a show and then going on shows consistently which is just as important yeah and I just talk about it and talk about it. But then I started thinking like, that's who I've been trying to work and get prospects into our company. And then I started thinking about it. There's enough people that already know the power of podcasting. I still will educate people, but I'm not going to just focus on them to bring in as guests or as clients to our company. I need to start focusing on the people that already know it because the educational part, man, it's like tiring, honestly. I mean, I get tired of yeah, educating yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, no, sure. and, and, sure. and people just sometimes just don't get it. But that's why I asked that question pretty much at the end of every show is those that, that are podcasters. I want to know their thoughts on it. And everybody says the same thing. Cause we all experience these uh, awesome benefits. So. Yeah. Julie, I wanna, as, can I add okay. one more
0: thing to that? Yeah, sure. Sure. Sorry. I wanted to add to that. Cause you did ask me what I think of podcasting now. And I don't know if I answered that because oh, yeah. it, when I started in 2021, there was about 2 million podcasts globally. Now there's 5 million plus. So, you know, it's everybody has a podcast, but with that said, I would not deter anybody from starting a podcast, right? Because again, it goes back to your branding and differentiating yourself. If you can do a podcast that is different than anything else that's out there and that you can add value, then I think you should do it. You know, I've talked to people where they're like, oh, I'm not going to do a podcast. There's, you know, millions of them out there. Yeah, so what? You know, and then I think where you could probably come in and help them is, it's making sure that you're not just on there, you know, shooting the shit, but that you're actually giving value that people are going to want. You talk about attraction, right? You want to make sure people are going to want to listen, you know, create FOMO. And so I just want to say that because I have people all the time that say, Oh, I was thinking of doing a podcast, but now I don't want to. There's so many. And I always encourage them, like, Mm-mm. no, but figure out why you want to do it, right? Yeah, that's the other yeah. thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: agreed. Well, Jolie, thank you so much for being here. What's next for you and where can people engage with you?
0: Well, before I go, um i just want to say you're amazing and I'll i want to, to ask you. you in front of everybody would you want to come on my show and chat more absolutely. because i feel like i have all these questions i'm asking you
1: yeah yeah no absolutely yeah, yeah. Okay. I, we'll, we'll we'll do a follow-up call with todd and he'll set all that up so okay, no we'll problem talk. at all
0: yeah. All right. So, for the, um, for the, uh, so I just want to say congratulations to you because I really love what you're doing and you. I respect you so much. And I would say if people want to learn more about me and my podcast, it's called Branding Matters. So you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'm on social under the branding badass. So you can just Google it or anywhere on LinkedIn or Instagram. And um, and if you want a badass t shirt, you can go to my website, band, um, brandingmatters.ca. So let's go, guys. Check it out.
1: Jolie Goodson in the house. Jolie, thank you so much for being here. And thank you all for listening or watching. However, you're consuming this content, I appreciate you so much. It's your boy C Rock signing off. And until next time, be that one.